Hello and welcome to the Do It For The Mems podcast. Uh, last week, where we have absolutely no idea what we're doing, and last week we were finishing looking at our birth charts, which we had a, a great time doing. And um, I did actually have a note from a friend that we were reading it wrong. I don't quite know how we were reading it wrong, but there we go. We were just reading um, it. How can you read it wrong? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No wonder um, it made oh, no sense. She, she also said that you're the most Capricorn person she's ever heard. I mean, do you know how many times I've heard that? So <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. Um, but um, this week we will be discussing stories from our education and our work life, which will be fun. We had a great time at school, didn't we, Will? Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd go back. Yeah, same. I think that says says enough. But it could have been worse. Yes, I agree. Um, so we'll kick it off. The first one, do you have any stories of when you were the best in class? We're starting off with school. Best in class. I do. Um, we used to, because we were in different... So at our school, we had like sets for academic lessons, but then we also had Bands. separate sets for like art and food and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have no idea what they were based off. Well, in year eight and nine, they were based off whether you did creative arts or not, expressive arts or not, which was a GCSE I had to do in year eight and nine. And I didn't I do very well. I did get to do it. You weren't missing out on anything because you know <laughs> when I got to year 10 and was doing my art GCC I didn't know anything they were like let's do some stippling which is a really simple thing and I was like I have no idea what that is I've got no idea what that is <laughs> it's basically just like points oh is it like <laughs> dot art like you color it in but with dots um a bit yeah oh all right um but yeah, so we used to, in food, we did these competitions, like Bake Off. And my group won all but one of them. And they only didn't win the last one because we had a bit of a duffer in our group when we were split into houses. And one of the houses, the teacher did all the work. So we didn't win that one. But we won. So we did one where uh, everything was themed around Hollywood for Paul Hollywood and then when we got through to the final we made board games out of biscuits and cakes um why didn't I do this why didn't I get to do this in food I don't know I don't think everyone did get to do it and then we did in our class we each got a country and and we it was the same group for, that we'd been in for Bake Off and we, so we were a bit cocky and we got Scandinavia, which isn't a country, nice. it's a group of countries. Um, and our teacher was like, that's the hardest one. And we were like, okay, we can do it. And we won that as well. Because we did nice. a live demonstration. We also did the, <laughs> the country one, actually. I think we got Brazil in my group. I know we didn't win. We did. Um, I also so won I Best Pastry Chef. But that was only because I was the only person who won, who 
did pastry in my class because the teacher oh. would give us a recipe and I would just do something else. <laughs> were, you, were, you the, were you the sort of person at Food Tech where you'd like give your mum the list when you got the list or were you like me and you went to her at like nine o'clock on a Sunday night going, mum, I need this, this, this and this for food first tomorrow? Um, I think I was a bit of both. Most of the time we already had the stuff in the house because I did baking at home anyway um but yeah sometimes I'd be like I need to do this for tomorrow um for us at nine o'clock pretty much every Sunday we'd be going around my grandma's and my grand's like please tell me you have self-raising flour <laughs> um so clearly my story being best in the class is not from food tech I was um, good at other lessons as well I just want to know people to know like I did I wasn't just good at food and that's not me being like I'm brilliant it's just of all the classes I want to be best at food's obviously not the one because <laughs> I, I I didn't go on to be a chef <laughs> if I went on to be a chef then I'd be like yes of course food was the lesson I was best at we'll mean the next Gordon Ramsay imagine he'd be um, ashamed so when was I best in the class? Now, believe it or not, at GCSE maths. <laughs> if, not A-level. Not A-level. Well, that's the next question. So um, at GCSE maths, there was a group of five of us that got put into a different group so we could do more advanced stuff. Um, that wasn't on the exam, by the way. They just, for the hell of it, was like, let's just do this. Awful. You were in band two, weren't you? Were you in band one? I was in band one. Well, so as well, yeah, uh, our school, you were separated into sets based on ability, but then you were separated into bands. Because there were so many of us. Yeah. So like band one, set one, and band two, set one were the same. Yeah. I wasn't in band one or band two, set one, but they were the same. I was in band one, set one. And then in year nine, got moved down to band one, set two for some lessons. I was in band one, set two, no, band two, set two, because of my English. But, I think um, mine was, oh, I got moved down because one of my teachers lost my assessment. Oh, that's good. I was much happier in band one, set two, though, because it was less pressure. And I did really well, so. Good. But you know what? I actually do have a story from Food Tech of being the best. So we did a thing where you had to make smoothies and they had a presentation competition. So me and my gran painted um, a canvas and we got a little plate to use as a saucer and we got a doily and I presented it really nicely and I won a big book of smoothies and milkshakes that I still own mm. that I have never used. I got... Um... A rolling pin or a wooden spoon or something. I won a few food prizes <laughs> um, and they were always like uh, a wooden spoon or a rolling pin or some biscuit cutters. Nice. I bet they were all second hand as well. No, they were all still in a, a packet. Oh, my, my book was extremely tattered. No, mine were new. <laughs> uh, uh, a 
you really were the best in the class then, not me. Um, but yeah, I was so also next... good at English. Yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't say I was best in the class, considering that moved down set. But there was one assessment that we had to we had to write. Uh, it was a reset, I will say that, but we had to write a story based on a line of a poem and I got full marks on that. Nice. Yeah. That does mean that I have failed the first time, but I failed for a really stupid reason. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any stories of when you were the worst in the class? Worst in the class? Or not good in a class? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been the worst. Oh, oh except for, you know, A-level. <laughs> A-level history, I think I was the worst in the class. Um, but I tried really hard, just couldn't do it. Um, I, di I did all right, so I wasn't horrendous. But uh, worst in the class, or just terrible. I wasn't great at PE, but that I don't, that wasn't because I couldn't do it. That's because I didn't want to, so I just didn't do it. Um, I just stood around and chatted to people. Um, so yeah. I don't really think that counts because I wasn't doing anything. Um, I'm really trying to think. Well, Spanish, I, I don't think I was great at, but I, I, I remember, I remember hating Spanish. Not because of the lesson, because I enjoyed the lesson, but I just didn't think I knew anything. Yeah. So when it came to assessments, I was panicked because I was like, I don't know Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't carry that on to GCC. I also struggled with Spanish because I'd spent from year one to year six learning French, both as a lesson and as an extracurricular activity at lunchtime. And then when I went to high school, they put me on Spanish, which yeah. is, which is, it's not completely different from French, which was where the issues came up. Cause like, I remember I was counting to 10 for my teacher and I switched to French halfway through. <laughs> I love that. I had to do German at um, high school and I really wanted to do Spanish. But I didn't like German. I'd have loved to carry on with French. Yeah. But we didn't get an option. And my band didn't even do French, so it was never going to be an option. Oh. Because your band did had two French classes and a German class. We had two Spanish classes and a German class. Oh. I never knew that. Mm. Um, so do I have any stories of when I was worse than the class? <laughs> well, in, con in complete <laughs> contrast to GCSE maths, I believe I may have gone to about five maths lessons at A-level. Yeah, you um, did not enjoy maths. No, and I tried to drop it, but they wouldn't let me. But before I tried to drop it with the, like the head of sixth form, the head of maths pulled me aside and was like, you're struggling, aren't you? This was in an intervention anyway. And I was like, yeah, I am. And she was like, well, just so you know, when you choose to drop maths, we will support you. Now, 
I don't know if I've ever had such a big kick in the teeth. Like, so yeah, I wasn't great at A-level maths. If you wanted to know, I did drop it after AS and I did get a U. So it's not even on the UCAS form. Was yeah. I ever worse? Was I ever the worst at anything else? I mean, I was probably the worst in choir, but I had a great time. Um, I dropped out of choir because I didn't like the songs we were singing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the choir teacher when I was trying to tell him. He was, he was trying to convince me to stay. And I was like, I don't want to. Which was devastating for me because I, I love singing. But I just, for some reason, really struggle in choirs. Choir yeah. was, the, was where I was bad. Because I just... I can't, I get very easily thrown off what I'm supposed to be singing and join other people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Also, in choir, I was always put with the altos. And I'm not an alto. Yeah, I was always put, they could never decide whether I was should be with tenor or bass. And I should actually be with neither because I'm a baritone, which is in the middle. Yeah, so, I'm a, I'm I'm a mezzo soprano. I'm in the middle of alto and soprano. So tenor was always too high, and baritone and bass was always too low. So I was always like, I just can't sing. And then my singing teacher was <laughs> like, It's because they keep getting you to sing the wrong bit. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> But then according to, what was it, uh, West Side Story, you were pretty much a soprano. Oh, that was, I, I don't know why they, I, they put me in that part because they basically chose that musical so that I could sing a lot and have a main part because I hadn't really had a main part up to that point. But so they chose- never had one, Will. That's true. But <laughs> they chose, it was, the songs are all too high. Yeah. Like far too high. Yeah. Because like they were even quite high for a tenor. They were, yeah, they were probably <laughs> the low end of my range and I'm a mezzo. And I just, what I remember on the day of the show, I went up to the, the, the music teacher was doing and I was like I can't do because there's a song in West Side Story called Maria and basically <laughs> the Marias were they're they're, they're they yeah but I couldn't place any of them because none of them were really in my range <laughs> and so yeah. I went on the day I was like I'm not singing this song because I'm just going to embarrass myself I was like can we can we is there a way we can just cut all the Marias out and so we cut all the Marias out of the song which is called Maria. <laughs> I, I had the opposite problem because they always had me playing a man. And as I've mentioned, I'm a mezzo-soprano. <laughs> Once they gave me... German. Oh, that was the best thing I've ever done in my life. Well, I mean, you, you, was... didn't, you didn't get main characters, but you definitely got good characters and made the most out of them. Yeah, I just got given men and I just made them funny. You were quite often a man. Quite often. I don't remember a time I wasn't. The only the time I remember you, you, well, even out of the musical, the only time I remember you playing a part that wasn't a man was when you were Lady singing. Capulet. 
that oh yeah i forgot about that um i was referring to thingy in the crucible oh elizabeth proctor oh yeah. i love the crucible um no it i remember me. i remember guys <laughs> and dolls because they gave me one line that i was supposed to sing in good old reliable nathan it was so low like i could never i was just like good old reliable nathan <laughs> And they put a mic on me. I was like, don't put a mic on me. <laughs> like, I can't do it. That was fun. Yeah, I, I did actually, I always enjoyed doing the school musicals, even though I complained a lot. I did. But yeah, choir probably was where I was worst at, just because it wasn't really suited for me, because the parts were wrong. Yeah, they and didn't also, have... And also, we sang church message. music, which isn't really my bag. Well, they, they split off into two choirs, didn't they, in the end? They had the classic choir that did uh, all the church songs. I think it was called Chapel Choir. Chapel <laughs> Choir, that was it. Um, Which originally was just the choir. Um, but they, they just they didn't have a mezzo or a baritone No, section. I did get to sing at York Minster, though. That was fun. Wow, I didn't... Wait, did I? I think I did. I don't... I don't know, because... Boys were allowed to join that choir from year seven because oh. they didn't have enough boys. Nice. But I don't think girls were allowed to join until year nine. Okay. Because the choir was like 90% girls, so they didn't really need any more. <laughs> yeah, same with the plays. That's why I was always a man. Yeah, and that's why I always had a singing part. Well, there were so many times where there was just like a spare song that I got and I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, I never had that. Like, I, 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 I don't think I actually had to do any acting in a school musical until West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, they sort of decided that I um, couldn't sing in school, which they weren't wrong. I'm a much better singer now. And I, I mean, if they gave you parts that, that were in your range... <laughs> You've been fine. Yeah, well, can't go back and do it again. Wouldn't want to. Wouldn't want to. Um, so the next one, do you have any stories of when you were the favourite? That you were the favourite in the class? <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, me <laughs> neither. Really I don't sad. think I've ever been the favourite. Um, let me think. My year, my GCC English teacher, there were two of us who'd been moved down from set one um, because our assessments had got lost. And she she knew that we were like, we were set one standard because she'd obviously yeah. marked our work. So she used to just like, we were exempt from a lot of things like we were allowed to just chat and get on with stuff and she would just sometimes come over and just chat to us yeah um but i enjoyed that class more than i thought because when i saw my time job that i'd been moved to set down moved down a set i was terrified because i was like i, I don't know anyone <laughs> and i felt like i had 
failed because I'd been moved down a set which wasn't yeah. true I was still at the same level yeah. as I had been previously uh, and I came out with an A and a B in English um nice so you know and I we got better teachers in set two well I don't I don't want to say better teachers but we got more teachers that were more suited to the way I learn yeah my um, RS teacher was amazing yeah our RS teacher didn't believe in God and used to preach about not believing in God um, <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it's we went we went to a church in school but our RS lessons were multi-faith so we'd learn yes, about we didn't just learn course. about the church of england but you so, would expect the people who had degrees in religious studies to believe in some form of religion do they get degrees in religious studies or is it in philosophy it's a good question actually because the the a level version at our school for rs was a philosophy. degree in religious studies does exist yeah but i i'm not gonna lie i don't know much about the teachers but do i have any examples of when i was the favorite absolutely not actually maybe our form tutor knew my dad um and was obsessed with my dad so kept keeping me behind and talking about my dad to me um but also we shared the same guitar teacher, outside of school guitar teacher. So that also made him want to talk to me about my guitar and my guitar teacher. That's nice. Um, I don't think I was. But I don't think I was the favorite. I think he just wanted a chat. I, I, don't, I wasn't disliked. I think no. I was well liked. I just think other no. people were liked more. Yeah. Um, in psychology, I was definitely not the favourite because I was never there. Because I was always at auditions or rehearsals. But our psychology teacher did find that funny. Yeah, literally. She did always make jokes about the fact that we were... Not there. Absent sometimes. Because we didn't ever have auditions on the same day. So if one of us wasn't there, the other one usually was. And our teacher would always... I don't know if she did this to you, but she'd always go to me. She'd be like, is she at an audition again? And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she'd literally. Like, <laughs> she'd be like, she better get in one of these places. And neither of us did. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> but, well, um, I did. I got into my uni and I had to audition. I got in, yeah, I got into <laughs> a uni, but I didn't go. I did. But um, was is there any other examples of when I was a favourite? Now, I wasn't a favourite, but it's a funny story, so I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, one of my teachers wanted to help me because I looked a bit sad. I wasn't sad. <laughs> I wasn't I sad. This. She kept trying I to send you sad. outside. She was but like, she needs some fresh air. Cold. I was absolutely freezing cold. I wasn't sad. And she kept trying and to send you out going, into the cold. Yeah. She's like, do you want to go outside? I was like, no, I'm cold. And she was like, are you sure? We can go and talk outside. I was like, I'm freezing. If you send me outside, I will get hypothermia. Um, so I wasn't the favourite. She was just trying to be nice to me. But, um, I think actually very not well. that teacher's favourite. I don't know. 
because that teacher was in charge of the musicals. So you maybe because you got a main part, but I never. I think I part. probably was actually one of her favourites. Right. But the other, the it's other right, drama teachers some. certainly not now. <laughs> yeah, because in the hundred, you got the best part. I'd say. I think there were two good parts in that show. Yeah, and we know who the other were. The other good part wasn't me who said one monologue and then sat on the stage like a monkey. That was such a I like I enjoyed doing that play and I enjoyed the character that I had. But it was a weird play to choose when people are being marked because you yeah, came I... in last and left first. And only said like <laughs> a few bits. Yeah, Whereas I didn't enjoy that. I was there the entire time. And had a lot, a lot to say the entire time. Yeah, you would shut up. That's why I got the part. <laughs> minimal acting. Um, minimal acting. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the next question is: Do you have a story of an annoying time when someone else in the class was the favourite? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in our drama classes. Well, it wasn't even in our drama classes because one of our drama teachers was also our personal tutor. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where it became an annoyance because we we struggled through sick form. Yeah. Um, And our our personal tutor didn't really seem to care. (laughs) No, and as well, for our drama, which if you haven't figured out was mine and Will's, most important subject um, considering we're both doing it at degree level yeah um should have done history we had two teachers <laughs> one teacher was <laughs> we had two teachers one teacher was sort of in charge because she was the head other... of the, the subject well yeah and then we had another teacher who who we we got along well with we when got we along... weren't doing yeah like we went doing rehearsals yeah I, but... we got a, the person who wasn't in charge it's hard to say it without saying names the yeah. person who wasn't in charge we got on really well with and anytime we've been back to the school since we've had yeah. a lovely chat with the only, However... the only issues arose when we were in rehearsals because our processes don't really mesh well together no and there was that one time when we were rehearsing the crucible and it was just a bit weird. Which time? The time when... Um... Oh, yes. <laughs> so Let's not go into that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed drama lessons, like lessons in yeah. school and sixth form. Rehearsals uh, for exam pieces, not so much. No, it was a bit stressful, but... I'd say we were one of the person's favourites, but not in lesson, as just people, and then the person who was in charge, we just were nowhere near favourites. No, I remember once I was having a bit of a crisis because I have struggled to decide whether to do history or drama. Um, And she was my personal tutor, so I went to it and I was like, am I even, is there any point me doing, carrying on drama? Do you think I'm actually going to get anywhere with it? And I remember she said to me, she went, well, 
I had to shoot it once. And now she's playing George in Peppa Pig Live. And I was like, I don't know whether that's supposed to make me feel better or not. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, and like, she's not even playing Peppa Pig, she's playing George, and she's got a giant, like, she's just moving. Like, there's no facial acting, no speech going on. Yeah. And she's, yeah. every time we've gone back since that teacher has ignored us. Yes, like, <laughs> as in, not just not seen us or not made an effort, as in pointed at us and chosen to not talk to us. One time we 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 stopped to talk to her and we were next to the door and she just went, "This is the door," and we were like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that, was, that was so weird. She literally just opened the door and went, "This is the door." We just walked was that out. When and we were we... Like, what? Okay. <laughs> was that when we were went back to watch the musical? I think it was. Was it Legally Blonde? Yeah, or was it? Our house. No, our house was the one where she just completely ignored us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on that lovely note of our issues with drama teachers, would we like to move on to work? She, I just want to say that she is, I'm sure she's lovely. She was lovely. Oh, yeah. But just, we she could be a bit the... cold if you weren't her favourite. Yes. I agree. But yeah. she was she was fine. I'm sure I'd get along with her well if I bumped into her at a pub. And she didn't ignore you. And she didn't ignore me. Um, I'm sure when you win an Oscar, she'll be very friendly. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, I taught her. <laughs> okay, so moving on to work. Do you have any stories of a Karen experience? Well, I've only had one job, and I only had it for 10 months. Aha. Um, Do you have a Karen experience from volunteering at school? No. There was, there was one at work that I, I can't really remember well, but I remember it was something, because we used to do balloon orders, and she'd come in last minute, and ordered these balloons so we were blowing them up and then we when we brought them out to her like we described how big they were before we blew them up and there was a display of the balloons and we brought them out and she was like no I want a refund and we 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 couldn't give her one because we've blown the balloons up <laughs> um, and I don't even remember how that resolved I mean I don't have a great memory of work not because it was bad just I don't remember much of it um but yeah she was quite difficult from what I remember and she just like you you explained something to her and she just it didn't process in her head and she just came out with bizarre assumptions of what was going on even though you'd already told her what was going on yeah now you, you probably have now, quite a few I worked at a pub, so um, where to start? So once, so our food order for the pub went completely wrong. 
So for like the space of about three days on a weekend, we just didn't have any food to give anyone, which fair enough, <laughs> that made me angry as well. But there was one woman I remember who came in fuming. Like she wasn't even coming into the pub. This is this, she just saw the sign on the door saying about food shortages and decided to come in and tell us how she felt about it. And I was like, are you, are you even in here? She wasn't eating. She didn't want to go into the pub. She just saw the sign and wanted to fight. I think it's quite funny as well, considering that the pub that you worked in, there, were, there was, it was on like a crossroads and there were th- three pubs on that crossroads, three including pubs. yours. So out of what four places where there were buildings, three of them were pubs. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, only one of, we were the only one that did food. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't been in the other two. I'd go in, um, there's one that's really rubbish and there's another one that like plays music and they've got a pool table and stuff. That one's good. But um, there was one, oh, there was a, this is a story. I'd forgotten this happened. So there was a gentleman who ordered some food and drinks from me. So sometimes we did food and drink orders. So you got a... Uh, offers even so you'd got a drink free with your food so he was like I'm ordering this food um, and can I have three of the drinks now and four of the drinks later and I was like yeah that's fine so I just circled the drinks they had left to have went back to one of a different bartender asked for the drinks and then kicked off when he only got four drinks and I was like what's wrong he was like you owe me another three drinks I was like don't I gave you them and showed him the receipt where I'd circled it and signed it and he went off and I mean off as in screaming yelling threatening me and my manager saying that he'll find out where we live (laughs) when this happens on a daily basis it becomes funny people are wild people are wild and his children were there like he was swearing at us and his children were just there like crying I was like I'm so sorry I want to save you feral absolutely feral (laughs) um but yeah i have so many others oh do you have a story of when someone tried to tell you how to do your job um oh i don't think so i so i at the job that i worked in i worked in a shop and quite often what would happen, because I worked on a Sunday, so there were only three of us um, working, but it was still quite busy some, sometimes. Uh, so I'd be on the till, uh, someone else would be doing stock, so they'd spend most of the day in the stock room, and the key holder would spend most of the day kind of doing stuff in the back. So quite often I was the only one on the shop floor. <laughs> and the amount of times um people in the queue were like you look a bit young to be running a shop it's like well I'm not running a shop I'm just <laughs> on the till and there was there was also a time because we worked at, I worked in a card shop so during holidays and things it was horrendously busy and you could barely move through the shop and there was one time I think maybe near Valentine's Day, maybe, 
I don't know. This man, I was the only one on the till, and this man started shouting at me um, as he got to me. And he was like, I've been in, I've been stood in that queue for half an hour. And I just remember thinking, the queue had only three people in it. I'm not that slow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the other people who wept um, came out and started shouting at him because she was like, I've been stood behind that door watching you. You got in that queue five minutes ago. And I was like, if you were stood in, if you was like, thanks for coming to my defence, but also if you were just stood watching, why don't you come and help me on the till when you saw that there was a queue? <laughs> yeah. It was very bizarre. But yeah, that's as close anyone's got to telling me. I had to do my job. And and when a woman came in, she literally just came in and she she wasn't like she was aggressive, but not in a aggressive way, if that makes sense. She just yeah. came in and she just yelled at me. She went, Where are your squidges? And I was like, What? Because <laughs> <laughs> there was like a, a tr- it was it was a bit of a trend, like food that you could squish like a stress ball, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had, oh, yeah. no, I had never heard of them when she came in, shouting at them. And she was like, where are your squidges? And I was like, I don't know. I don't think we do them. She was like, I'm sure you do them. I'm sure I saw them in here the other day. Like she was, she had a nice tone, but she was just shouting. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my manager came and I was like, do we sell squidges? And my manager was like, we do, but I don't think we've got any. And so she helped this woman, and this woman was really nice. And then I had to go to my manager. I was like, what are squidges? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like, I just had no idea what they were. The amount of times when I was working in a pub where, that, like, especially the first, like, six months I worked there, that someone had asked for, like, an obscure spirit or, like, a spirit I'd never heard of, usually a whiskey. And I'd be like, what? I don't know what you're saying to me. And there are two whiskies, Glenfiddich and Glenmorangie. They sound the same in my mind. And people would just be like, that's the wrong one. <laughs> but my favourite thing of someone trying to tell me how to do my job. <laughs> it's my favourite story ever. So I, it was a horrific shift uh, in the pub. I have had other jobs as well. This is just the most eventful job I've ever had. I haven't, uh, other than a paper round that lasted all of a day because it was too far <laughs> and before school. But um, I was going around collecting glasses. So, like, you know when people collect glasses and they have their glasses on their fingers? So I had four glasses in my left hand and three in my right hand. And someone stopped me and was like, you could carry more glasses than that. I was like, can I now? And she was like, yeah, you can. And she decided to make me put all of the glasses down and show me how to do it. So she picked up five glasses in her left hand, so like one per digit and five in her right. And she's like, do the same. I picked up five in my left and four in my right. She was like, come on, just pick up one more. I turned around and was like, my love, I've only got four fingers on my right hand. She was so mortified. I let it go on for far longer than it needed to because I knew where it was going, but it was entertaining. I love when you tell me stories like that. I just find it so funny. Because I can just imagine in, in, in 
people's heads when they find out. Because I, I remember when you told me we were in sixth form. I don't remember this. Well, you didn't, it's not like you came out and were like, I've got four fingers on one hand. I think you were talking, <laughs> you were talking to another of our friends. It was just three of us and you just somehow mentioned it. And I just remember going, what? <laughs> <laughs> next yeah. question um did you have any awkward manager moments i did yeah once um <laughs> so i got on really well with everyone i worked with um especially the key holder who I worked with on a Sunday because she actually asked for me to work on a Sunday because she liked talking to me. Um, oh. And on, on one day, the person who was doing, I was like putting cards away and I can't even remember what happened. I just don't think we managed to, to finish tidying up the shop on time. And I jokingly was like, she asked me to sweep up the shop and I jokingly went, no, but I did it anyway. Because um, obviously I was told what to do. The next week I come in and my manager went, Thingy told me that you refused to clean the shop last week. And I was like, no. <laughs> and that was very <laughs> awkward because I, if I, even remotely think I'm being told off, get very panicky. Yeah. So I was like, no, no, I, I did, I did it. <laughs> so that was quite awkward. Um, and also there was a time when she'd done, she'd done the rotor and they were like temporary shifts. And then I rechecked the rotor and I only came in on the weekend. So I could only check the rotor at the weekend. Um, and the temporary shift had gone. So like, mm. I thought she just decided I wasn't working on that day. So I went round to my friend's house <laughs> and who also worked at the same shop and she got a text saying, um, can you just be on hold for tomorrow? Um, just in case Will doesn't turn up again. And I was like, what? And then I got a text saying, Will, are you coming in tomorrow? Because you were AWOL today. And I was like, I was on the rotor. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't have a shift today, but I was so embarrassed the next day. But that's the only yeah. time that happened. Um, and then there was one day where I came in for my shift on the Saturday and my manager went, you're not supposed to be in today. And I was like, I am. And she was like, no, you're supposed to be in tomorrow. Um, but she was like, well, you can work today and then come back tomorrow. And I came back tomorrow. And at the end of the Sunday shift, she went, oh, you were supposed to just be in yesterday. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work an extra shift. More money. Yeah, that £4.6 an hour was <laughs> great. <laughs> I spent it on the um, I spent it on the parking and the tram to get there because <laughs> I used to because it was much cheaper for me to park at the tram car park yeah. and get the tram into town and then walk back to the car park than it was to park at my actual place of work. 
And people thought I was mad because they were like, you park all the way down the other end of town and get the tram. And I was like, yes, because it costs me one pound seventy. That's what I did when I worked that one shift at the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> it's just madness. Did you have um, any awkward... Oh, you definitely had one. So there was um, this time when we had a bit of a, a, a manager and she wasn't very good at her job. She would, when I finished a shift, like I'd have a drink in the pub afterwards and she kept coming up to me being like, how do I make this cocktail? How do I make this cocktail? I was like, one, you're a manager. So you have to have worked here for a minimum of five years. And two, look at the sheet that's in front of the cocktail thing that tells you how to make every single cocktail we sell. Um, but then she also did this thing once. So we had like, there were four tills and you only had access to one till at a time. So if money went missing, you know who to spoke to, who to, who to speak to. Mm-hmm. So she was on the same till as me, which I thought was found a bit weird because managers had access to all the tills, but she decided to only go on one till. And she came up to me and was sharing my till and she was like, you're sharing a till with me, so you better not be messy or naughty. And winked at me and slapped my bum. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> That's a bit suspect, to be honest. A bit weird, to be honest. And I, was just, I was just like, all right, that's fine. I found it funny, to be fair, but it was a bit like, what? And then at lockdown, I went to the supermarket, you know, and supermarkets went on a, a trend of hiring people. Yeah, hiring everyone who was um, out and of at work. First, I just worked at the front of the shop, cleaning people's trolleys on the way in, and like going, I can still remember my speech. So, you follow the one way uh, one way system, keeping a two meter distance from everyone, and then you queue up on aisle eight for the tills. That was my job, and I just found it awkward that they made me spend forty two to fifty six hours a week doing that. Um, <laughs> that's when I worked the days then I got moved onto like the home shopping so I would work from like three o'clock in the morning until we were done and one week they were like okay so we really like this team we can't see us changing up this team until at least September the next week they laid me off Um, (laughs) it was it was the end of my temporary contract. It wasn't like I got fired because I was only temporary mm-hmm. staff. But they were like, yeah, we think we're going to keep all the temporary staff on until at least September. This was July. Um, and they, they laid me off the next week. Oh. <laughs> and then my the way that I left Spoons was a bit awkward. I had a bit of an awkward manager. Yeah, who... that was the one I was referring to earlier. Yeah, I was, yeah. It was just a bit strange. I understand it, but it was a bit strange. Yeah. She allowed me to work another job, but then my other job was taking up too much time, so I had to choose. So I but I, th- I thought it didn't interfere with you. It, it didn't, it didn't. So I could still work my hours, like my guaranteed minimum hours that I had to work. However... It was during Christmas time, so it was stuff like Mad Friday, Christmas Eve, that I was needed at the pub. But I wasn't there. No, because you were at a Christmas grotto. Because I was being a Christmas 
uh, elf slash squirrel. Yes, you're being a Christmas squirrel. It was the best time of my life. I don't think okay. I have any more awkward things. Um, there was an awkward... You... <laughs> there was an awkward one with one of my favourite co-workers. Um, we, during, we had a sale and it was just to get rid of old stock, basically. So I was putting stock on the the um, the shop floor that we hadn't sold in like a year, two years. And there was this particular item, which was, um, it was basically duct tape, but that wasn't what its purpose was, if you catch my drift. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um I I was laughing about it with her and she just went surprisingly it's really good and I was like I did not need to know that <laughs> was this around Valentine's me. Day no this was it was I think it was like a, a summer sale or something because we your, were just putting your card shop at Valentine's Day was very yeah the amount of customers who handed me things upside down and I was like I'm really sorry but I do have to turn it over in order to scan it <laughs> <laughs> I love that I think the funniest was a bow tie that we sold that was not for your neck <laughs> I just remember being like I'm 17 selling these people these things. <laughs> They're being sold these things by a child. I would feel so awkward being the one buying it. I mean, I'd feel awkward buying that anyway, and I wouldn't. But, like, imagine buying that from someone who you can see and you're like, They're not 18. Um, apologies for that break. It will. It won't be very good because I can't edit it, um, as you'd learn on the part one of our birth charts. Um, <laughs> we ran into another technical difficulty in that my laptop ran out of disk space. And stopped recording. Yes. So um, we are going to carry on. Where were we? I think we were just asking the next question, weren't we? Oh, yes. Yeah. So have you ever had any arguments at work or had to settle any arguments at work? No, I can say nice. that for certain because I'm. If someone shouts at me, I just kind of go, unless I know them or I'm at my wits' end with them. But especially when I was in sixth form, I don't think I. I think I. I. And I, I don't think I ever really got shouted at. I think there was that one time where the man said he was in line for 30 minutes, but he wasn't even shouting at me, really. He yeah. he was just like, I've been in line for 30 minutes, you know, that sort of thing. What yeah. have you been doing? And I was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my response to when anyone said anything like that was just to look at them like, okay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't really know what you want me to do about it so I'm just going to carry on doing my job while you just insult me yeah so um, I've had many arguments at work usually 
uh, at the pub when people would be like, uh, it was my turn to go because no one queued. Everyone just crowded around the bar and you were expected to just know who arrived next. I always hated um, that. That's why I always used the app. Yeah. Which but, the people who work there don't like, but you don't have a queue, <laughs> so I'm not going to... To be fair, they improved the system quite a lot. I mean, I don't work there anymore, but I feel like with uh, the pandemic and stuff, obviously most people are ordering on the app, so I think they're better equipped for it now. Or I would expect they would be. I mean, I don't mm. know. I don't work there. But, um... Can't wait to go back one day. Yes. I know we're not supposed to. People on Twitter don't go back, but honestly, I can't afford to go anywhere else, so. Yeah. And I'll enjoy it, so. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, what, uh, oh, I also had to settle arguments, one argument in, tes in the Tesco when I worked there. <sighs> Some man shouted at a customer for going the wrong way down the one-way system. People were very angry about the one-way system. People would either argue with us about the fact that there was a one-way system or argue with the customers who went the wrong way down the wrong-way system, the one-way I'm, system. I'm one of those people who, if someone goes down the wrong way, I won't shout at them. I'll just very loudly say to the person I'm with, imagine not being able to read an arrow on the floor. Well, it was... <laughs> By the way, the wrong way down the wrong way, which is annoying. And I was about to be like, oh, excuse me, on this. But um, someone got there first and a man went, excuse me, what the hell are you doing? But with a not nice word instead. And like started swearing at him, calling him stupid and like literally screaming arguments. The whole of this massive shop could hear them. And I just went, excuse me, you don't need to shout at people like that. I, like, I ended up having an argument with this customer who was shouting at this customer. I was like, just let me do my job and you can carry on with your shopping. Um, <laughs> yeah, I ended up having, and one of the people who was stacking the shelves, the aisle down, I just heard, yes, Emily, you tell him. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was quite entertaining to be fair. But I think that's about it, apart from, you know, standard people being angry that they're not getting their pint quick enough. Yes. We had one awkward customer at the pub. This isn't about arguments. I've just thought of this. Who He used to get uh, ales. So ales, you it's an ale pump rather than a lager tap, if you don't know. And they're quite... He always wanted the smallest amount of head on it as possible, but while still having one. And if you, like the head of foam. Yeah, so I if know. You gave, if you gave him his pint with too much foam on it, he would bring it back and say, fill it up. I want a full pint. And I'd just be like, just get a life. <laughs> but our perfect pour, I don't even remember now, it's either 10% or 5% foam. And it was always that. And he'd be like, come on, I want a full pint. Shut up. People are just very cheeky, aren't they? Yeah. But um, I think that's all the questions. If you have any more stories, 
Um, I don't think so. I. Do you have any nightmare job interviews? Yes. I've I've not even had many job interviews. I apply for <laughs> quite a few jobs, but I don't um get that many interviews. And I'm very sporadic in the jobs that I choose and when I apply for them. Um but there was one I applied to work at a theatre. And for starters I turned up two days early because I just didn't know what was happening. Um, but when I came back on the correct day, um, we did, we had group exercises, which were horrendous. Um, there was one where we, they passed around a loo roll. You had to take sheets of loo roll and however many sheets of loo roll you took with the amount of facts you had to tell about yourself. And I took one. <laughs> And then we had a tour of the theatre and then we had to do like a risk assessment on the bar and I was very over zealous with the things that I thought were wrong. <laughs> I pointed out things and they were like, why do you think that's a problem? And I was like, I just think it looks messy. And they were like, noted. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to do like a speed dating thing with all the managers. Oh no, before that we had to reach into a cup and pull out scenarios and say what we would do in the scenarios and they were completely bizarre things that just wouldn't happen in real life. Um, and then we had a speed dating round with the managers and I was, just, I was ready for questions like, so what experience do you think you have that's relevant to this job? No, the, the first question was, um, Tell me about a time you were proud of yourself. And I was like, I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> the next question was, tell me about a time you were a good friend. And I was like, I'm interviewing for a job, not to join a friend group. <laughs> Another one was, um, I think it was like, where do you see yourself in five years time maybe? And another one was, what are you doing now? Um, to get ahead in this career. And I was like, I just want a job. I don't, this isn't, I, I don't want to be an usher forever. Um, <laughs> I just want, I just need money. Why can that never be a thing you say in interviews? Why do you want this job? Because I have to, I want money. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the time the interviewers know that that's the answer though. It's like when- Because it, of course it's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you go to like work in a pub or work in a shop. I doubt many people are going to those jobs being like, this is what I want to do forever. No. no. I mean, some people are, and that's fine if that's what you want. But I just want to say, because I just, I just want to have money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of times when they be like, why do you want this job? And you're like, I'm skint. Yeah, sometimes you just want to go, I don't really want this job, but I want to move out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want this job, but I want a job and you might hire me. 
And you have to go, like, when they go, where do you see yourself in five years' time? You can't go, oh, in a different career. You have to go, like, I'd love to be on track to be myself. a manager. And you're like, I don't want to be a manager. <laughs> I'd love to see myself moving up the company. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't want that. I think I... my favourite... Sorry, carry on. Sorry, carry on. Oh, I was just going to say, I think my favourite interview I ever had was when I worked at a restaurant and I walked in, shook his hand, sit down, and he went, are you free at five o'clock tonight? And I was like, yeah. He was like, right, I'll see you then. And that was me, I had the job. I, I had an interview over Zoom at a golf place. And I got through. Yes, to the I think I had this interview. Did I have this? Yeah. Interview? Oh no, I don't think you got an interview. <laughs> no, I got an interview. I just didn't get through to the final round. Oh no, I got through to the final round. Didn't I? Um, they were they were lovely. I liked them. I didn't get the job, but you know. Well, it's all right. The golf place hasn't even opened because of the pandemic. So. That's very true. Um, I still would have liked to have been hired. If you're listening, yeah. please hire me. I still am looking <laughs> for a job. Um, but it's just all the hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. Like it's, it's like when you have to do online assessments for like a, a little job that doesn't need an online and, assessment. And the common sense answers are always wrong. Yeah. It, the answer, if anyone wants any advice, the answer is always inform your manager. Yes. Because <laughs> you shouldn't have common sense of your own. You need to use no. your managers. But um, yeah, the thing I hate most about job applications as well is when they're like, must have five years experience in this job. When you're like 17 applying for jobs and it's like must have five years experience to be a part-time retail assistant at Claire's Accessories or wherever. You're like, why would I have been working retail when I was 12? Honestly, and it's like, <laughs> when you want like just a job, any job to pass the time. So I was like, I'll have a look at like warehouses, like literally just any job. And it's like minimum two years experience. Like, how do you expect people to get experience? <laughs> if no one gives us experience. Like, jobs nowadays think they're much better than they are. No. I... Do you know Do you know what my worst job interview experience was? Go and on. I completely have only just remembered this. I went for a job at a clothes shop. And I was the oldest person there by about three years. Like everyone else was like 17 and I was 20 and I was like, this is very embarrassing. And I dressed all nicely because it was a clothes shop. It was not a high-end clothes shop. It was a fast fashion clothes shop. And we did the interviews and, and then they split us into groups and they were like, now you're going to go around the shop and design an outfit. I was like, you what? <laughs> I didn't realise I was coming here to be a personal shopper. But I got put with these girls and we had to do like the uh, our outfit was like a date to the to the Christmas markets in Manchester. And I was like, grand. And they were putting these things. I don't know anything about clothes. I don't. Because I don't care. Yeah. I just same. wanted a job. And <laughs> 
these these girls were putting like they'd pick like a black jean jacket and then they picked black jean trousers but a different shade of black and I was like I have to say something you cannot put two different shades of black together especially if they're made of the same material it makes no sense and I felt really bizarre because I was like why do I know that (laughs) why is that a thing I know um but then we had to explain the outfit and I was like look I'm just here to stand around a tail and restock shelves and sell things and I can sell things I don't I'm not here to you know pick out Sheila's outfit for a 50th wedding anniversary (laughs) if she goes I'm looking for something sparkly I'll point her to something sparkly if you want I'll also point her to the most expensive thing that's sparkly if you really want me to I'll tell her she looks good in it even if she doesn't Because I just want money and I just need, like, the world revolves around money. All right. <laughs> and as much as I hate it, I need a job. Yeah. That, and I don't want the job I don't want. I still don't want the job I don't want. But, well. and there is still certain jobs that I would not apply for, like, are there any jobs you wouldn't I don't think there are any jobs you wouldn't apply for no um yeah no but there are many jobs I wouldn't apply for would you work in a pub um no um I don't know it depends if they made me clean the toilets I never had to clean the toilets because that I can't do because I will I would I was I asked to cry. clean the toilets once, and I said no. Good. No, I didn't say no because I was a good worker, but um, someone else did it before I did it because I procrastinated it. But I would, I would not. I, no, I, I also don't think I could be a carer because I can't, I can't deal with people's bodily functions. Um, I just can't do it. Um. Other than that, as long as I think I can actually do the job. Yeah. Are there any jobs? I don't think I've ever applied for a job that I didn't want. The the Sometimes I get really excited by jobs I've applied for that I'm not technically qualified for, but I do know I could do. Like I've, I've applied to be an editing assistant at a publishing company, and I know that I could do that job. I know that I would ace that job. Yeah. I don't think I'm technically qualified for that job because one, I've not finished my degree and two, I think they would probably prefer someone who has a degree in English rather than a degree in theatre, even though my main focus during my degree has been writing. Yeah. But yeah, though. You can do it, Will. Don't put yourself down. If there are any publishing companies (laughs) (laughs) who who need an assistant, if anyone wants needs a job doing <laughs> we are here yeah i'll i'll take a job i'm only available weekends um i'm available every day except tuesday wednesday friday and monday there we go if anyone wants to hire will for wednesdays or the weekend and me no, for the thursdays weekend. and i finished my degree on the 3rd of june so i'll definitely be free after that I don't. So, get in touch. We have, 
We have an Instagram and an email that I don't think we've ever told people about. So our Instagram <laughs> is... Um, We're terrible at this, can I just say? Yes, we are. I, I don't even remember our exact Instagram. Um, so our it's... Instagram is for the men's underscore podcast. And I believe our Twitter is the same. No, our Twitter is... I'm getting it up right now because it had to be shorter. It, it wouldn't. It's locked me out. I think it's. <laughs> four Emily's on top dot... of the Twitter. Four dot the mems underscore podcast, and our Instagram is just follow the mems underscore podcast. Yeah. So if you want to hire us for anything, please do because. Get I'm about to finish there. my degree and <laughs> um, and I'm just poor. Oh yes, yeah, same. But I'm about to go out into the world. Which is terrible. Yeah, I'm not. No, you've got two years still. Um, right, I believe that is what we've got time for. Yes, so thank you very much for listening. Next week we will be talking about Do you know Emily? We'll be talking. We'll be doing a ham. No, that's the wrong thing. We'll be doing Buzzfeed quizzes. Oh yes. We'll be finding out what sort of fruit we are. Oh, what sort of bread we are? I hope I'm a bagel. I want to be a tiger bread. Yeah. That's the best. No, I think I want to be a bagel. But I think I'm going to be something rubbish like a Scotch pancake. I'll be like a tiger bread. I'll be like a a plain white little loaf. <laughs> Cheap and boring. I might be sourdough. Oh, sourdough's great. I've never <laughs> had sourdough. <laughs> we could have a great time next week. Sometimes we just have too much fun, and I don't feel like anyone does when they hear us having too much fun. <laughs> right. Thanks. So, thank you very much for listening, and we will. Ramble on again next week. Goodbye.